Bienvenidos, bienvenida, and welcome to It's Pronounced Podcast with Alicia and Sange. We are your weekly-ish dose of what's happening in the world, in our lives, and frankly, whatever else pops up in our heads. We are best friends in real life, and now you are our friends too. So join us as we catch you up on current events, talk about a topic that's new to us, and share how we are really feeling. Sometimes we introduce a third and hear their take. We're so excited that you're here, so let's start the episode. Hey guys, welcome. We're excited you're here. Um, It's the last episode of the season, season two that is, of It's Pronounced Podcast. We're happy you're here though and that you made it all the way through two seasons. Clap for yourselves. And clap for us because we made it through two seasons. Yay. Go us. Yeah. How do you feel? Hey, sucker, I got you. Hmm. How do I feel? Um... I don't even know that I've given myself time to process the feelings of like completing two seasons of a podcast because I feel like, I don't know, like it's like, huh, we did that, huh? But also like, did we do that? Like, was it a dream? Was it a fever dream? You know what I mean? It feels like that sometimes because I, you know, time is a construct, right? Mm, As we've established. Exactly. And I'm thinking about like all of the things that happen between the time that has takes to, to do two seasons of a podcast. I mean, when we started this, we were in the pandemic, like mm-hmm. deep into quarantine. Mm-hmm. And now we're, you know, COVID's still a thing, but at the same time, we're like doing different things outside. And I don't know, like as time passes, the podcast continues. Is that just what that yeah, looks like? Yeah. And evolves, right? Yeah. Like I think of like when we first started, just where we were time-wise in life was so drastically different than where we are now. And one thing that I think has changed is like, we've had to be really a lot more intentional. I feel this season about like carving the time to like record and like, what are we going to talk about this week? Then we were in previous season. Well, previous seasons. Yeah. <laughs> in the first season. In the first season. <laughs> because I feel like in season one, like we also came in with like a list of like, we want to do this, 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 and this. And we like banged it all out. And then now it's like, yes, the list is there. There's still the things. It's just like, I think being more intentional about sitting down and like fleshing out the ideas and finding the time and then sitting down to record. And also like now we're recording in person. And so that's as great as that is, because I think it improves the quality of what we're recording. I think it also lends itself to perhaps a little bit more rigidity in our recording schedule. Exactly. So, Yeah. yeah. And the streets are calling, right? So sometimes it's tempting to be like, oh, like. Actually. <laughs> like today we had to switch the schedule because yeah. mommy's getting flown out, you know? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I am, while I'm very grateful for that, I also like co-sign on the rigidity of it all. Like it just is a bunch, which is why we turned this episode into a, you produce it for us, you the listeners, because. And y'all sure did. We're tired. <laughs> And we, we did, you know, all the other episodes for you. So <laughs> today we were like, let's make sure that you do this for us. Yes. And also, before we get there, you know, I kind of want to talk a little bit about um, some things that have been happening in, like, the um, internet worlds. You yeah. know what I mean? Let's hear it. <sighs> well, I texted you one of the things, um, which was a video of one that Steve Harvey thing. No. <laughs> oh, okay. For context, lovely listeners, um, Sange just sends me this like out of pocket TikTok where it was this like person that was putting makeup on and had a fake eyelash, and the fake eyelash turned into Steve Harvey's mustache, <laughs> and then drew Steve Harvey around it. So that's why I was like, "You're bringing this to the podcast because it was." Just, this is important information. Okay, no, no, no. What was what was it? I'll share that me. one. Um, there's there's so much, and I only wrote down two things, but I'll I'll name them in order of. I don't know the order. Cause you're okay. going to have to categorize them. Okay. I love that. So one of the <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to name them and then you categorize. All right. That's it. the game. Yeah. Number name one. Name that category. Yes. Okay. <laughs> name one. Uh, number one is the Megan and Party video. Oh my. I don't think I need to finish it. Baby. But if you haven't seen it, my friends, my family, there is a video that Megan the Stallion herself posted to her TikTok where she and her mans, Partisan Fontaine, are out and about. And they're dancing. They're having fun, living it up, you know, having the time of her life. And this man, he is, I think I heard, six foot four. 
picked up Miss Megan Thee Stallion, who's 5'10", but then was wearing heels. So she herself was a, probably a good six foot two in heels, if we're being of honest. Course. If we're being honest. And she's, you know, she's like a healthy woman. Yeah. But he was picking her up and flinging her around like a rag doll. And it was so hot. Basically, is what I'm saying is like, I get it, Meg. I get it. I get I, it. And I would. I understand. As well. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the way. Pl- Listen. For, with ease. Yes. Just with ease. Like, the way she was just, like, fluttering about. Like, she weighed zero pounds. Like, it was just, like, so easy for him. I'm like. Fellas, I need you all to go figure out whatever his workout routine is. And I need you all to start doing it. Because I'm telling you now, that's what your girl wants. Yes. That's what she wants. That's what these girls want. I mean. Period. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Let me get yeah, fresh. Moving along. To- yes. <laughs> So please watch that video and then take uh, okay. Yeah, we'll maybe link to it. I don't know. We'll figure out how to link to it in the description if you're interested. Yeah. Um, the second thing is another leak that came out. It ju- just happened of um, – did you go on Twitter yesterday? Yes. Did you look at the trending topics? No. <laughs> Wait, what is No, no, this? don't worry. Well, one of the trending topics was Jesse Williams. Are you familiar with who that is? Yes, Okay, I, of, of, I did, from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I did see something about. Okay, I'm looking at Twitter right now. That's why I feel like all. Anyways, continue. Okay, Sorry. so Jesse Williams was trending because he's. Did he show his dick? He's in a play, and in the play there is a nude scene, and people were instructed prior to entering said play not to take out the cameras or anything like that, probably for that reason. And somebody did, and somebody leaked it. So Jesse Williams' penis is all <gasps> over. Did you find it? I just found it. Oh my, I haven't seen it. You I just saw the it? news and I was like, oh my. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, are you ready? No, I don't, you don't want to see I it. I don't think I want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this could be after hours on the podcast, but there is, okay, so there's a scene. Oh wow, I'm going to do some audio descriptors because you know I love this accessibility Should I get in this a drink? household. I feel like I need a drink. <laughs> the way that I'm sound, okay, so. There's a scene where he's taking a shower. Okay. There's water dripping down from I him. I see. Um, he's, in fact, naked. and As one is when they take showers. Correct. Yes, yes, yes. And his, his penis is out. Because his... it needs to be to take a shower. Yes. And the way that the water is dripping down makes it seem like there's kind of like a trickle coming from... Yes. Oh. So a hose, if you will. I see. Yeah. That's really interesting to me and very I, curious. But what I wanted I to gab gooped, gawked everything. <laughs> I okay. just feel like now I was I knew the why he was trending and I was trying to understand the spectacle behind it. Like why folks were like really making it trend. Like, you know, celebrities have their nudes leaked all the time. Celebrities are also nude in scenes in films and TV shows and plays. All the, all the time like that's not that much is not new so i was trying to understand like why were people making such a big deal over this particular scene for this particular celebrity and watching your face react to it i think i can figure out why and you see me not even looking at you and i'm scrolling <laughs> onto other things you're like okay alicia bring bring it back bring it back she, oh, and she's in deep she is videos Oh yeah, um, oh. you save that for later. You're welcome. Okay, I'm, I don't even know what I gifted you, but I'm, I'm gonna closing save it, it out for later. And I will move the phone. This is me. <laughs> <laughs> Accountability. The phone has been set pushed aside on the other side of the table. Okay, set it aside. Set it aside. <sighs> Why would you do this to me? Well, I don't know. I just I knew it was there. I knew it was a trending topic, and I was like, you know what? We're going to have to go there. Yeah. We're going to have to talk if, about it this week. If the week. nation is talking about it, we we do talk about it. And speaking of things the nation is talking about, now this is the more, it's a hard pivot, so prepare. It's, is it abortion? Yes, it okay. is. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, let me get one thing right. Let me... <laughs> it's like, we're talking about it all. Like, you all already know we're kind of an everything podcast. We are not just news. We are not just pop culture. We're kind of everything. Yeah. So I do think it's worth talking a little bit about the whole leak that happened with Roe v. Wade and the Supreme Court and, like, the fact that people are protesting genius. and, like, all of Fan that. fucking genius. Like, that's so cool that somebody leaked it. Yeah. Like, 
I just think that somebody was just like, you know what? This is actually shit. This is important. Yeah. We need to talk about it. Yeah. And I read that they were like speculating who did it, right? They're like doing an internal investigation mm-hmm. and folks were like, it had to have been a conservative. I I read that too. And somebody was like, yeah, the conservatives are putting it out, but in like a, like a campaigning sort of strategy. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. Mm. I don't think I'd like that at Wait, all. Wait, say more on that. Well, it's basically like, I, I guess the idea is like to help conservatives like gain fire in their states or like gain steam in their states. Like if you notice like what's been happening now nationwide with that coming out, like you have some states who are doubling down on their abortion bans, some states who are expanding to include things like contraceptives, banning condoms in their state, which is like my friends, like condoms don't just prevent pregnancy. Yeah. Hello? Like, people don't want SCIs? Like, safe sex matters? Also, I saw that there was this other state. I totally forgot what it was. But it was a state that was, like, if somebody did seek an abortion, like, they would be charged with death penalty. And yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, so, you'd be charged with murder if you yeah. seek an abortion. Yeah. Which is so, like, I understand now. I understand this, like, conservative campaign situation because it's like, let's go into the hearts of our folks. Because, yeah, like, basically what it did is – it put it back on the radar of state government and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is going to change. They're either going to like, you know, reverse it. So now abortion is illegal again. And that's good for us. But that also means that gives us more room to expand in other directions. Or they're going to uh, double down on abortion is super illegal and they're going to change the terms. And we see it in states like California where they're actually expanding abortion rights. Yeah. But then, of course, you have the other states who are like, mm, you know what? We're going to give you less time now to seek an abortion. And also, uh, you and your doctor can be charged with murder. And also, like, we need to increase our domestic supply of infants, which was a literal line that they pulled from the brief that was leaked, which is wild to me because supply of infants, domestic supply of infants, are we shipping them out or something like what does this mean they still think that they come in storks like and they're just like we need to make sure that everything is good for (laughs) the flight to happen yes we need more babies (laughs) and on top of that like on top of all of it at the same time that like this news is being released there's also news of a baby formula shortage did you see that yeah so like let me get this straight y'all are telling us we need more babies domestically and also no abortion even if it's medically necessary, mm-hmm. such as if you miscarry and the fetus like won't expel itself from your body and you need to get an abortion to remove said fetus because that's what happens. That's the process. Yeah. Um, even with that, we still want you to carry babies to term, number one. And then number two, uh, we don't have food for them. So good luck feeding them. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, we could talk about this all day, right? Like with just the policing of bodies in general specifically like folks who can birth like humans Mm -hmm. it's just insane to me yeah like there was this one story that i saw on twitter where this person was going through tsa and they had um they were breastfeeding Mm -hmm. and And they had their pumps right and they had their yeah and they one confiscated their pumps and then two they had gel packs because they need to keep like their milk cold Cold, you know that's the whole process of doing it and tsa was like oh we're gonna have to confiscate this and in tsa's bylines were like gel packs are are permissible mm-hmm. through security if they're medically necessary aka when you're breastfeeding and so the tsa agents were like oh um where is your kid and she was like i don't need to be with my kid to be breastfeeding like, like that's your a- body produces milk whether or not a child is present yeah like, so like this i'm just- i'm pumping hello so it's just so like coming from that like abortion we can talk about like the policing of just like female bodies and like dress codes everything like there's just I mean, having being a female presenting person sucks. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much it does. And I do feel like we are living in The Handmaid's Tale, which uh, is kind of unfortunate because I had a feeling that we were going to go in this direction. And I want to say it was 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. And at that time we were watching Handmaid's Tale. And I was like, I just feel like we need to move to Canada like now before it's too late. Yeah. Because if you know anything about that show... It's that the people who get stuck in America, like they're really stuck and yeah. like you cannot cross into Canada. And I don't want to get stuck. That would make me feel sad. Very sad. <laughs> and I also don't want to be forced to birth someone else's children. And I also don't want to be forced to work in radioactive fields because that's what happens to the people who can't can't birth. 
I was just about to give away the ending. Hands me tail, but I'm not going to. Don't at least the book. Oh. Have you read the book? I did, and I don't know if I remember the ending. Oh. I think I we'll talk about it offline because yes. I'm not trying to ruin things we for should. anybody. We should. Yeah. Um, the last thing on, because you mentioned policing and that triggered another uh, mm. trending topic for me. But did you see that 50 people who are part of YSL, which is not Yves Saint Laurent, which is the fashion brand, it's not yes. that, were arrested and charged under RICO, which is basically like gang affiliation in like Atlanta. So it's like Young Thug and Gunna were yep. arrested as like a, in connection with that. Did you see that? I saw that and I'm I'm laughing now because um, one of our listeners, Anne-Marie, shout out, tweeted like me. <laughs> she was like me this morning acting like I'm a like expert in Rico because she was like, <laughs> what is Rico? What's going on? But yeah, I saw that shit. That's wild. It is. And also they pulled a lot of this information from Instagram, like Instagram captions and pictures and stuff like that. And like people are getting charged just by affiliation, right? Mm-hmm. So like if you just like rep said group or like hang out with them. So then I saw on Twitter that people were throwing like Queen Nija under the bus and they were like, oh, I heard that Queen Nija is actually the leader of Rico. And like, you know, just like all the rappers and singers and stuff that they don't like. And that's the part that I thought was funny, but I because don't think it, it's funny that- Because then you start thinking about like the Takashi 69 like yes. situation and how everybody was like, oh, this person's a blood. Like, yeah. this per- like, and then they made like a meme out of it, which sucks because like it there is a memification of things like that. Which order- is like, this is serious. Correct. Yeah. yeah, because then there are people like, oh yeah, that's like really, really funny. But then it's like, wait, no, but people are like actually getting like policed and thrown mm-hmm. in jail and mm-hmm. like murdered mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Correct. So. so like, we're not going to laugh about that. Yeah. Or try not to. We're going to try not to. Yeah. Uh, because then people were like, Chloe had nothing to do with this because, you know, Chloe and Gunna had that song together. Mm-hmm. And they're like, free my sis, Chloe. Don't take her in. <laughs> she, she was affiliated, though. So uh, we'll see where that nah, goes. She said, she, she said they didn't date mm. in an interview that okay. I just watched the other day. It was a 45-minute long interview. And she said, no, we didn't date. And I am single. So they tried to put pressure on her. 45 minutes? That's a I long think, interview. I wonder if that was a well-timed release a fact yeah I'm, her media team is like they're applauding. like oh they're, what's going on? yeah they're first of all sweating right they're like just dabbing themselves while she's talking they're like come on every do every time that chloe bailey posts on instagram i'm sure her team is like okay what's next yep like because that girl she cannot like exist on the internet without people commenting on her no i i don't understand she's gorgeous but also it's like we she like we get it she's gorgeous like she doesn't need a trend on on twitter every single time she posts a picture to Instagram. People are still always so shocked as to like as to the fact that she, that she has a body. They're yeah. like, oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah, she made a song about it. It literally says booty so big, Lord have mercy. Like she knows it. We know it. You know it. Like yeah. why are we surprised every time? Yeah, like that one video where she was like just dancing to one of her songs and then like, oh, just got a little peek of her underwear. She was like, so I don't need to wear underwear now? Like, come on. Like, yeah. Like, it's like, so she do? does what? every other 20-something-year-old girl does, which is, like, wear an oversized T-shirt with underwear and, like, dance around your room. Like, yeah. I, I do that regularly. So yeah. uh, we're not doing that anymore? Okay. They're coming for you next. Shoot. Yeah. Where's my <laughs> new you? Oh, my gosh. You're right. I need to dress more conservatively. We are entering, you know, blessed be the fruit or under his eye or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what's coming. Let me go get my Mew Mew and my little hat or whatever. And, yeah. Anyway. Mm. That's what I had for trending topics this week. I just wanted to throw them out here because I was looking at them and watching them happen in real time. And I was like, I feel like we should talk about that. That was a good spread, though. I appreciate that. The way that I instinctually was like, oh, let me look at like things that I wanted to talk about. But I can't look at my phone right now because of an earlier conversation. So. I mean, you could look at it. Oh, no, no, no. You just have to use self-control. Um, which I don't have any right okay. now. Okay. And so. it takes a lot of um, self. What's it called? Awareness. Awareness. Self-awareness to, to know that. So yeah. Good on you. Acceptance is the first step. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I just know I'm not ready. Okay. So. And when you are, we'll, we'll cross that bridge. Yeah. So luckily, <laughs> luckily, the next part of the piece, like I said earlier, we didn't have to do much planning for it because y'all did it for us. You do still have to look at your phone for this piece. Uh, maybe I'll give you my phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm <laughs> The way that I am reaching for my phone, I am looking 
Oh, see, I had to I had to exit out real quick real, real <laughs> before quick. I go in. So what we're going to do is jump into some questions. Now, if you're like, questions, what are you talking about? We asked y'all to ask us questions, actually, in our last episode. And you all followed the directions. We're very proud of you. You're good listeners. We love it here. Let's continue. Yes. Um, I'm going to give you one. Okay. It's an easy one. All right. And should we do listener names or no? Um, no, I don't think so. They okay. know. They know who they are. You know who you are. The question is, what's something that made you happy today? Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. That's such a sweet question. Um, what made me happy today? Mm-hmm. So uh, Sangay is fostering a dog. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I walked in, the the dog just has the cutest little face. Imagine like the largest corgi you've ever seen, but with like German Shepherd qualities, I suppose. And just like a little derpy smile and a little bread loaf. It, that <laughs> made me very, very happy today. So much so that I'm considering Adopted. adopting said dog. Yeah. If you want to adopt our loaf, you know how. You can just DM me. I'll tell you how. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> what is like, I actually don't know, don't how. know how. I'm stressed. I don't know how to adopt DM this dog. DM me. I'll tell you how to adopt said dog. What made you happy today? That's a great question. Um, Not much. But seeing you was one of one of the things. Ah, yeah. Today was uh, not like particularly exciting or anything. But yeah, then you came over and I was like, oh, yay. Yeah. You gave me a really good hug earlier today. I, I just wanted to. I, I needed to yeah. do that, you know? So <laughs> The yes. physical touch was screaming. It was important. Yes. It was really important. Um, to match the energy of your first question, mm-hmm. um, a question that um, a listener asked was, do penguins have knees? So I think they do. And the reason I think that they have knees oh, is no. <laughs> when I need you to picture a penguin sitting on its eggs How, what is it hinging at to sit on its eggs to keep them warm i it's got to be knees so i what is the class like my thing is talking about like what is the classification of a knee what's the is a knee like a, knee? a human thing or is it i also looked up the anatomy of a penguin um because i wasn't sure and what i can see is that penguins definitely have a femur um what is the term and for an knee? ankle bone patella patella okay do they have patellas they don't so they they actually don't but i want you to look at this like you see that hinge right there is that their just their hip they're just they're just hinging at the hip (laughs) and their ankle that would be those would be the only yeah you see that you see that femur (laughs) is just gonna go straight out oh this is kind of a scary picture though but it's necessary to understand yeah so do penguins have knees survey says i say Yes, but the- Sangay says instead of survey says <laughs> Sangay says I say yes, but the the diagram says no. The way that I asked you earlier, like if <laughs> birds have bones, and I, the way that I've eaten chicken wings multiple times in my life, but like, was like, do they have bones? <laughs> but you know what? Like I could see if someone has only ever eaten boneless wings, like they're like, no, chickens, their wings don't have bones; they're just boneless. Obviously, God. Penguins don't have knees. They don't. They just, that's, is that why they waddle? Oh. Yeah, because what, if we were to waddle, when we do waddle, we don't bend our knees. Huh. I'd like to see a video of a penguin skeleton in motion, and I think that would help me understand. How they move, how they sit, how they do all the things. Yes, yeah. Dang, it's just like an x-ray of them. Yeah. Doing what they do. Okay. We'll come back to that one. We'll come back to that. (laughs) Okay. Um, I have a couple of other questions. All right. Actually, I forgot that I had asked. Okay, I have more. Um, Let me give you one. This one I think is a fun one. If there were an It's Pronounced theme song, which artist would you choose to write and perform it? I think that we kind of are this like... As a collective, we're the it girls, mm. also a, a dash of sad girl, hmm. and mainly coming from you. <laughs> I am a sad girl. <laughs> I know that I knew you would celebrate it. That's why I said I, it. Yeah. Um, not a read at all. Um, <laughs> so I'm thinking, is is SZA a good one? Yeah, yeah. SZA, SZA feels good. Maybe like Kali Uchi's. Ooh, Kaliuchi's would be great. You like, know? very ethereal. Yeah. Like, still the it girl, but also like, huh, let's talk about being bipolar. And or like Kalani. Like. Kalani I, was like one of my first. Mm-hmm. You know what? My, 
final answer is Kehlani. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I think SZA leans more sad. Mm, than Kehlani does. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. Okay. I think my pick would actually be maybe somebody I went to college with um, named Jalarina. Because she actually makes music and mm. I like her songs and they're kind of upbeat and they're like, she's really good at storytelling. And so. And that's she, what this is. That's what that's what we're doing. Yeah. And so I, I actually would want Jalarina to write and, and perform our theme song. Um, like if there was a way to make that happen, I would like to do that. Okay. But then as far as like a famous person, yeah, I think Kehlani's a good person. Kehlani's super good. Also Doja Cat, because she, she makes a jingle. Yeah. You know? And when we do, I mean, Best Friend was our bop for a minute. Mm-hmm. And I anytime think, we do a music roundup, Doja Cat's in mine. Yeah. It, and when I think of like, is that my bestie in a Tessie? I always think of you. And the wildest part about that is that's not even Doja Cat's song. That's the Wheaties song. And Doja Cat just claimed it as her own. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. The way that I associated it with Doja Doja Cat, Cat. too. And that, I think, is like truly speaking to her star power. You know? And we're stars. Another day. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. I like that. That was a fun question. Um, Okay. Another fun question. Mm Mm-hmm. If you could replace your co-host with a celebrity guest for one episode, who would it be? Um, Dang, so you'd just be talking to a rando? Not a rando. It would be a celebrity. That's true. Um, Celebrity, celebrity, celebrity. Gosh, now I can't think of any famous people. Anybody. We just named like five. Yeah, but I can't, <laughs> I can't think of anyone I'd want to like sit across from and talk to, you know? like For a whole episode. That's at least, what, 30 minutes? Yeah, and they have to be entertaining and knowledgeable and engaging and like genuinely fun to hang out with. I haven't really given any thought to like which celebrity would I want to spend a day with either. If I were mm. to sp- spend a day with anyone. I think Doja Cat would be fun. She'd be funny. She would just say nonsense though. Yeah. Because then I think that would be like just good banter. Like we'd figure it out. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So yeah, Doja Cat would be cool. Who's like another? I think Lizzo you know, would be cool. Lizzo. I was going to say... Do you, a long time ago, I was like, you know who you remind me of? And it was Liza Koshy. Yeah. And I think I would, if I had to, it would be Liza because you guys give me the same kind of like energy. Yeah, I think Liza would be, she's not really a celebrity. She's like famous, but she's like. I mean, she was like in movies and stuff too. Yeah, but she's not like Lizzo level famous. Got it. But she is famous. So I guess like her. I think yeah. it runs the letters, you know, A-list celebrity to like Z. She's somewhere in there. So she's a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, I think she would be my person because I've seen her do reporting, and she's good at asking questions also. So I think, mm. yeah, that would be a good a good pick. Yeah, or like um, Hassan Minaj. I think that would be <gasps> cool. He would be really good. He's hilarious. Yeah, and like, and you know me. I like to get into like deep conversations. About, and he could go there. Yeah, and he could be funny, but also be deep. And informed. Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, a, he's a good one. <laughs> am I getting a Hassan Minaj tattoo? <laughs> Is that the next tattoo? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Okay, um, I got one for you. Somebody's looking for a sign to switch careers. Oh, we went there. Okay. Yep. Is it, I, I, baby, this is your sign. Go and switch your career. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for a sign, this is it. They're like, oh, whoops. <laughs> Alicia said it on the podcast. I have to switch my career. What are the odds that I submitted a question to this question box from the podcast host of the podcast that I listen to every two weeks? And uh, <laughs> they told me to switch. Sorry. <laughs> I asked and they said I should. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think definitely if you are dreading going to work, not that you have to love your job, but if yeah. you like really have a hard time getting out of your car in the morning, getting yourself up to start that job, you don't have any components of it that you look forward to and it just feels like unnecessarily hard. Yeah, you should probably switch. Yeah. If you're complaining all the time about it, which like, again, you don't have to like your job, whatever. But like if all you're doing is like getting entering in that negative energy into mm-hmm. your life, it's just only going to suck you in. Yeah. Yeah. That for I'm a little I'm feeling something in my body from this drink. Oh, you're you're feeling I'm already <laughs> probably <laughs> a little cents. dehydrated. And so that's probably what's happening. Got it's it. fine. We're going to keep going. Um, That for me was why I left my first teaching job. Like, mm. I remember sitting in the car, re- like, just, especially my second year, just regretting, like, why am I still here? I hate this job. I hate coming to this place. Like, I'm just sad all the time. Like, I don't want to get on my car, but I have to get on my car. When I was driving in, I would 
this is this is the sad girl coming out mm-hmm. i would have thoughts like very intrusive thoughts like what would happen if i just drove into oncoming traffic i've thought and, that like, before and not like not like I, I didn't want to die i just was like what if i just broke my arm and i didn't have to work today it was just like inconvenient for me to go into the office yeah, yeah. So, like, like oh what if i got into a fender bender that was bad enough that i couldn't work the next couple days mm. But not bad enough that I was like injured or anyone else was injured. Like those are the kind of thoughts I was having. And that was when I was like, yeah, you should probably not work here (laughs) if every day you're thinking of ways to not be at work. Or like kind of um, on the, wow, I'm feeling it a little bit too. (laughs) On the other side of that, if something actually bad happens to you in your life, the first thing you think about is like, oh, thank God I can take some time off. Yes. Yes. Like, because that actually happened to me um not I don't remember if it was teaching or if it was like my first job after teaching but like my um my uncle passed away and I was like oh thank god I get like three days bereavement mm-hmm, for this mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my gosh my first thought was leaving like, thank work. god I don't have to work not yeah. like oh I can be with my family exactly like, like hey you know sorry y'all I'm gonna like take some time off whatever versus like oh I get a break yeah like that is the sign if you were just like even like Sangay said, hoping for something bad to happen to you or if something bad happens to you and the first thing you think about is work, just leave. Yeah. And if you're asking us, you should leave. You should leave. And and you know how to get a hold of us offline. Yeah. So we can chat about this. We, I'd love we to. We can chat about this. And we should chat about this. Okay, hit me with something else. Um uh thinking through the podcast, what has been one of your favorite moments this season? This season on the podcast, favorite moment. Yes. There's been so many. I feel like I need to like go back through episodes and see. Uh, I think honestly, like engagement with listeners has been like one of my favorites. Super fun this season. Yeah. Like once we realized that like we can ask questions through Spotify, I was like, oh, it's on. Like this is really fun for me. I think it just really ups the community aspect and Mm -hmm. I, don't, I mean, like, that's part of why we started this, right, is, like, about community. Yeah. So for me, it's always going to be the fact that, like, you all listen and engage and ask questions or, like, tell us what you're thinking or share stories or share the episodes with people. Like, that's always going to be my favorite part. Yeah, my favorite is, like, the moments when folks just, like, message me on Instagram or text me about, like, hey, I just listened, like, mm-hmm. and they're giving feedback or they're also just, like, continuing the conversation yeah and it's been so great because you know the past couple of years have been really hard in terms of like community and relationships and this is such a an easy entry point to somebody coming back into my life yeah. or continuing a conversation and mm-hmm. that has just been so beautiful like I've was just at a wedding this past weekend and people are like oh I listened to this po- like this episode of your podcast mm-hmm. and I really like this I haven't spoken to them in like seven years yeah you know so it's just like it's such a an easy way for folks to just I don't know start a conversation and build mm-hmm. community and mm-hmm. that's been really cool and we've had some like really cool guests I was gonna say like another thing I really liked is mm-hmm. like the, the variety of topics that we covered this season like I almost said this year like this school year yeah uh, but this <laughs> season like we've talked about a lot and I really enjoyed like we went into money we went into sex therapy we went into music obviously we always do that of course we also talked about like reality TV. Uh, with Mackenzie from Love Island. Yeah, red like, teaming. Yeah. Um, uh, just finances with Maria. Yeah. Yeah, like so many just different aspects we of like life. We like really like dipped our toes into like all the things. And I'm really hoping that we keep doing that moving forward, which also kind of means we need to hear from you all. Like, yeah. What other things you want us to talk about? Because these topics are topics we're interested in. So we want to talk about things you're interested in too so that you keep listening. So let us know. Because um, yeah, I... I know we've had one person who shared with us about like uh, one topic idea that they had, if you recall, Uh, it was like sex related, like sexual wellness. Mm -hmm. But like that's something that we've kind of toyed around the idea with. And we've had somebody ask about like maternity and like motherhood and like neither of us have crossed that bridge but we certainly can try to have that conversation yeah. or talk about it with and someone somebody else asked us about health care yeah we like oh shit we have no knowledge of what yeah. that looks like Whew. <laughs> <laughs> i almost <laughs> i almost let out the biggest burp because of this drink um but yeah thinking through like what next season looks like um i think something that was like a fun idea is that it's our third season so maybe it's just like 
us introducing a third mm-hmm. every episode, right? Oof. Or I don't know. Like that's a lot of people. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but that's exciting, right? Yeah. Then you bring more people into the fold. Like mm-hmm. you have more conversations with folks. But like Sangay said, like we need to know who we y'all need your help from. Okay, yeah. we can't do it alone. We are but two women. Yes. <laughs> Two women in this world. We don't know everyone. And if you want to be an ally in this moment, you could start here. <laughs> we support two women of color. Check that box. Yeah. Why we could not? Be the box. This could be the box that you check. Okay. I have two questions that are in one. Are you okay. ready? Let's hear it. Um, the one is secrets and tips to podcasting, which goes along with what's the biggest lesson you learned through this podcast journey? Okay. Tips. Be consistent. Mm-hmm. I think that's just with either content or with your recording time or just like thinking through ideas. Be super consistent. Otherwise, you're going to fall off. Like, yeah. Like anything in life. And we did. Right? And we yeah. have. Like, we, when we disappeared for a month, that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Both of us were like, oh, whoops. <laughs> were we supposed to record? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So that means like actively putting it on our calendars, like actually making a plan for it, mm-hmm. not talking about it the day of. Like, you know, there are yeah. things that we've all fallen into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think that's like a big tip. Um, what else? Biggest lesson I've learned? Like, I think the the podcast episodes that hit the most are ones when we're, like, actively, like, engaged. Like, mm-hmm. we're very interested in it. Um, not that we're not in every single episode, but there are some times where, like, creativity's hard today, so mm-hmm. we're going to, like, try something. But, mm-hmm. you know, shit flows easily if, like, you are really, like, passionate about it or interested in it. So that's something that I've taken just to, like, have fun with it. Yeah, definitely have fun with it. I think what I've learned is like the whole creative process is a process. Mm-hmm. I used to think that like because of who we are and because of how our conversations go, like we could just show up and talk. And I know now that we have to like be intentional and plan things out and like have an idea and like a structure of what we're going to talk about. Also, because it just makes sense and it makes things flow better than if we just show up and are like, we're just going to sit down and talk and whatever happens, happens. Like, yeah. I also learned that not podcasting is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's also a tip that I would share is like, it's not for everyone. Don't think that because, you know, it seems like so many people have a podcast and it's so easy. You just sit down and press record. And to some degree, yeah, you you, you do, do sit down and press yeah. record. But that doesn't mean that it is meant for everyone or every medium or every topic, right? Like you may have a lot of people who engage with you on Twitter or on Instagram or on TikTok, but that doesn't mean that that's going to translate over to a podcast format. Yeah. And I think that there are a handful of podcasts that I've listened to or seen come up on like my Twitter timeline where that's kind of how they started is they had a large following and they were talking to their following and engaging with them online. And they thought, well, I have an engaged following so I can have a really good podcast. But the reality of it was like, they didn't have content. They didn't have things to talk about. And, exactly. and also beyond them not having content, uh, it wasn't structured well. It wasn't produced well. It wasn't relevant. It wasn't timely. Yeah. Um, and I think that like that for that reason, I'm like, it's just not for everyone. Yeah. And in that same note, like not every topic like deems itself worthy for an episode mm-hmm. or for you to like actually bring it to the podcast. Like there are lots of times when we are brainstorming things and we're like, That'll be five seconds of conversation. Yep. Like, and we're and then what? Pass. Yeah, exactly. What's <laughs> like, gonna happen? So we say like this is bad, and then we Move then on. do what yeah. <laughs> for the rest of the time? So, which is like another lesson I've learned. On top of that, is like it's. I mean, it's really important for you to have if you do it with somebody else, right? It's mm-hmm. very important for you to have like a good working relationship with them mm-hmm. too, because like it's easy for us to say no to each other and then mm-hmm. not take it personally. Yeah, We're just like yeah. you know what? No, like like it's just not happening this week. I'm not yeah. feeling it. The energy's not there. Yeah, which I think I've said a few times. Like, yeah, I just you know when you know, like if I sit down to talk today, you're gonna hear that I am not like in a good place mm-hmm. and so we should not record for yeah. that reason and so being flexible it's like hey we usually record on thursdays today we're or this week we're gonna have to do it on saturday yep. and we just have to make it work and it's like okay cool like yeah. for the uh posterity of the podcast if for you the will. posterity of the podcast <laughs> any um secrets that you would have or like must-haves or like must-dos um, to get started i think secrets 
Yeah, one is like get a good editor. That part. Yeah. Why? You could do it yourself. And I did do it myself for mm-hmm. a very long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then I had to be honest with myself and I'm like, Ugh, this is just not what I want to do. And it's yeah. taking me a lot of time and it's just not going to work, you know? Yeah. And that's why we brought in our great editor. Yeah. Shout out to you, Herman. Yes. Um, also, like, I think, I think microphone quality does matter to some extent, but I think people give it more importance than it does yeah have than it should have and that's one of the first questions that people ask us all the time yeah. it's like what mic should i get and i'm like it honestly doesn't really matter like as know, long as you can hear when we were first recording we were recording on like ten dollar microphones from amazon yeah and sometimes i recorded without like i didn't even have a plugged in microphone i used my computer microphone yeah and y'all didn't say a dang thing because yeah. you couldn't even tell the difference and most of our guests have their like airpods yeah. or they just have their like headphones in plugged into their phone like it is you know, something that editing makes, the world editing of makes difference. or breaks it. Yeah. 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 Like definitely you want to have good audio quality. You don't want people to sound warbled, but also like it doesn't have to be very, you don't have to spend thousands of dollars on microphones and recording equipment to have a good podcast. Just yeah. like I'm sure people who have YouTube channels would tell you, you don't have to buy the like top of the line camera to have a good YouTube channel. Yeah. You just need to record and edit well. So yeah, so if you're thinking about like barriers to access and everything, like, and if you're like, oh my gosh, it's gonna be really expensive, like, and you really, really do want to start a podcast, like, you don't need all that stuff. You can just like figure it out on your phone, and it'll work because it worked for us, and here we are. True, true, yeah, very true. What else we got? Um, hmm. Um, I guess I have one more question. Okay. It's, uh, like, what goals do we have for next season, if any? I don't think we've had time to really do, like, a brainstorm, right? Yeah. Because like, we kind of did that in between seasons one and two. We had, like, a not really a retreat, but kind of a retreat. But this year we should actually do a retreat because, be like, we should just do a weekend trip. Because we can go out. And we haven't done that. Yeah. Like, you and I have not done a weekend trip. Can you believe that? Ever. Yeah. So we should, I'm saying it, we should do it. Yeah. And soon because you know i'm about to be gone so yeah. actually like you need to tell Same. me the, like, <laughs> <laughs> like we're about to be out so like yeah. we need to like decide on the weekend now um yeah i think we that's still kind of like tbd but goals as far, if you want like metrics you want kpis like i would really like to see i love that we have a really consistent listener base like i know there's like a set there are some folks who i know are listening every single week and they're like telling me like oh I'm still catching up or like don't worry like when I listen to this episode I'm gonna text you or like I just listened to this one like you said and like now I can engage with you on that but I would really love to really widen our reach even more yeah and I also want to have more engagement alongside that I don't Mm -hmm. just want to like have a bunch of people listening who we don't talk to because that's no fun yeah like I want to I want to use our Twitter account The one that I started that I don't tweet on. Because it's hard. It's difficult. It's, it's, yeah, you know, it's that. I want that. Or, like, maybe we make an, an Instagram so that we can, like, actually chat with people. Or, I don't know, just thinking of, like, what are some other ways that we can engage and and talk to the Making people who are TikTok listening. Making would be cool. But then we have to make the videos. But, like, the same shit with Twitter and Instagram. Like, you have to make the content either way. That's true. But Twitter feels so much more accessible because it's, like, stream of consciousness. Instagram, I can repost other people's stuff. TikTok, I'm like, ah. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Because I think the combination of the two, the compromise, could be, like, having an Instagram page and then doing, like, reels mm-hmm. here and there. Because I think you're right. TikTok is, like. That's a, that's a. You gotta keep talk up about full time like that's oh like gosh. really full time yeah and it's no longer like tiktok used to be where you could just like record it and post and now people are like really upping their editing game and i don't know how i feel about i don't that. got time for that they're filming tiktoks in 4k and like using actual cameras to film their tiktoks now and then like exporting and all that and i'm like i'm gonna film on my iphone 10 um yes. and that's gonna be the quality that you get <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine yeah it's uh 60 frames per second so you know Ooh, i have an idea for a tiktok what's that i'll pitch you later okay but, you know okay. i don't want to set expectations mm-hmm. and then and then we yeah yeah because that's big for me expectations yes so. yes um what are your goals 
for next season, season three. Um, you you said earlier that you wanted to maybe bring someone on each episode. Yeah, that's like a, a reach goal. Like, mm-hmm. I think if it happens, that's awesome. If it doesn't, like, because that's a lot of people, right? That's 20 people. That's 20 people, which if I start sourcing now, could happen, right? So Crowdsource, give us 20 people. Yeah, which I feel like could, could um, help with the engagement category. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I like these people. I'm going to continue listening to them, whatever. Um, another goal I have... Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's, there's not really a metric for this, but I like want to have fun with it. Like yeah. continue to have fun with it. Cause yeah. I think that's something that, you know, if you start being way too serious about it, like a passion project, then it doesn't feel not, passionate anymore. Yeah. And like once it feels like work, it's kind of like I'm over it. Exactly. So I want to continue feeling like excited about mm-hmm producing it and engaging with people about it um because yeah I just think it's like it started off as like a fun project for us I want it to continue that way yeah I would agree I would agree with that yeah um that was my last one I don't know do you have any other ones I have one more and the one more is dependent on whether or not you watch this so remember the last time you were over i was like hey we need to watch selling sunset and Which we I started did. in season one we did watch season one together i need to know did you watch season five and or the reunion i absolutely did not the answer is no okay so the the, the person wants us to talk about the selling sunset reunion i so, mean is this gonna be something you do on your page or <laughs> Because I, I can listen. I can, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to engage, though. What is there to say about the Selling Sunset reunion? I can say I was surprised by some of the things that came out. I was also not surprised about some of the things, such as Jason still having lots of feelings for Chriselle. Not surprised. Chriselle still having feelings for Jason. Also not surprised. surprised. I remember this. Yes, yes. Because that was the awkward moment at the table. Correct. Yes. Okay. She was the one that was dating the younger dude. Oh, that's Mary. Oh, but th- so that person was let me with Jason let me fill too? you in. Let me fill you in. So Mary and Jason dated like years ago, right? Then Mary and Romaine got together, and then they get married. Yes, Chriselle, who you met in in season one, we she learned was about the her new girl, new girl. Yes, who Christine look at me hates. with the recall. You, you okay. got it. You continue, got it. Continue. Chriselle ends up dating Jason. End of season four, all through season five. Yep, happened in real time. We saw it on Instagram. Yes, oh we did. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure did. They're dating. It's like a thing. They're like madly in love. But then Chriselle says that she wants to start a family. She wants kids. And then Jason's like, I don't think I, I'm at that point in my life. But like he really wants to be with her. He's in love with her. And so yeah. it's really heartbreaking to see this all play out because like you feel for them. They love each other. Right. But Chriselle's like 40 years old. And if she's going to have a baby, it needs to be. Yeah. Like now. And she's aware of that. And she was straight up with that from the beginning. She said to Jason, like. This is what I want from my next relationship. We don't even have to get married. I don't care about she's already been married. So she's like, I don't care if we're married or not, but I do care if I have kids and I want them to be biologically mine. She had her eggs frozen. She and Jason went through the process of creating embryos and all of that. And then Jason was like, the reality of it is that he doesn't think he's ready to be a father. He was worried about like his ability because he's busy. You yeah. know, he's managing a brokerage in um, in Hollywood. He's managing one in the OC. They're trying to open one in Vegas. Like the man is busy. Yeah, he's running a a, a a multi. No, it's a billion dollar you know business at this point. A multi billion dollar business. Um, and I get it. And I think that they were both very honest with each other from the jump. Like he said commitment is hard but I do love you and I want to be with you and she said I hear you and I want kids and they knew where they each stood that didn't make their separation any harder or any easier easier. excuse me so that happens then Chriselle at the reunion the very end of the reunion literally lasts like three minutes on screen the host Tan France of Queer Eye asks Chriselle and is like so Chriselle we noticed that you were seeing someone can you tell us a little bit about that and Chriselle's like so I am actually seeing someone they're non-binary and this is their name and here's how we met and like goes through all of this in like under a minute you should have seen the faces of everyone at the reunion stunned as stunned as you and I I was gonna say similar to mine right now yes all of us were like what wait what (laughs) all right thank you for tuning in yes very much so and it's it, it it was especially hard to watch because like early in the reunion she and Jason are experiencing you know, exchanging this very emotional moment, this very tender moment where he's like, I'm not, you know, essentially he's not over her. And she's like, it's really hard to hear you say that. 
Um, Because she obviously still has feelings for him. Of course. And then she's like, and now I'm dating someone who's non-binary. And I think some of the castmates are like, what does this mean about Chriselle's sexuality? Because like that was kind of never discussed. And Chriselle was like, well, I've never really, I've never really stated, like I've always known that I was attracted to like the person's heart more than their gender. And I didn't have the words until now. And she says herself, like I didn't, it's not like something I've known all along. I can't say like, oh, I've known ever since I was a kid. Like I'm literally discovering this right now. Um, But yeah, she is like, I really like this person and we're taking it day by day. And like they have the same goals that she has as far as starting a family eventually. And so she feels really good about it. Which aligns with what she wants. Yeah. And so that's that's important. Yeah. So. What a shame though that it was like three minutes, like you said. Yeah. But I, I, it might've been intentional because there was a little bit more that they had to get through. Right. Because there's all the Christine drama and Christine wasn't even at the reunion. Mm. So that part. Chelsea, who was new in Christine season five. Christine is the, the bitchy one, right? Yes, the okay. tall blonde. Yes. Yeah, that girl. Um, she actually left the brokerage after season five and left the show. Oh. Yes. And I'm sorry for anyone who hasn't seen it yet, but maybe this will entice you too. Yeah. Chelsea was the... They had time. Yeah, they had time. Yeah. Chelsea was the black girl on the show. She joined in season five as well. She became good friends with Christine and then immediately starts like defending Christine, but then swears up and down that like... She can think for herself and she can pick her own friends and like she's not just Christine's lackey, but she was sure acting like it. Yeah. And the, all the other girls clocked her and we were like, no, but like you're giving you're giving this energy. You're like, giving you're, lackey energy. Yeah. Like <laughs> we don't know if we can trust you because you came in under Christine's wing and immediately went to bat for her when we're telling you all of us collectively are telling you that she's been mean and she's been doing all these things to all of us and you're going with only her word and if she says like no i didn't do that like you're just believing it yeah so that was like a sub uh, piece of the um discussion as well and um what else what oh a really sad thing that was revealed which i didn't know until the reunion is maya i don't know if you remember her from season one she had an accent she's really sweet yes she's not into the drama but yeah, we like her i loved her we she's like her cool. a lot yeah she's like from israel right yeah she yeah. was yeah Ugh. She... I'm just so impressed with myself. <laughs> Your memory. Your I know, memory. I'm like, baby, you can't tell me shit. I mean. Because I'll remember. <laughs> that okay. part. Maya, that part. Yes. I won't remember it, but Alicia, she has my back. I will. So Maya um, was pregnant in season five, and they had like a big thing, and they're really excited for her. And Maya actually had a stillbirth at 36, oh. 38 weeks. I think no. 36 or 38 weeks. So. Like the home stretch. Ugh. Literally was like, could have given birth. Yeah. And then had a stillbirth. And so that was really sad. What was odd to me, and maybe she had had time and maybe she practiced her response, but she didn't have any emotional response when she was talking about the stillbirth at all. She was just very like matter of fact and was like, it happened. I'm ready to move on. Like we've had time to grieve. And I understand that maybe she doesn't want to like expose that side of herself on TV because it's a lot of people watching at this point. But it was... I was sad and I kind of would have expected to see a little bit more from her emotionally on that. Yeah. Um, Because that's really hard, you know? It is hard. But also like goes to show like people process things a lot differently and they might be processing it, like you said, like prior to the show. And she's like, yeah, this happened to me. And um, I don't want to go through my emotions with like a public facing situation, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, good on her for protecting herself and her emotions and yes. energy. Yes. The only other thing I'll say about the reunion, um, everybody looked good except Chelsea. Chelsea, I think her dress could have been a lot better. Um, I believe that the mesh that she was wearing on her dress was supposed to be skin tone, but it was too light. So on camera, you could you could tell it was mesh. It was one of those dresses that's like mesh and then it's like bedazzled, you know? Ooh. So it's supposed to look like the bedazzling is just on skin. And if done right, and if done with like a really good um, designer, yeah. the mesh will be dyed to match your skin. You remember when we were looking at wedding dresses, like we, we had a whole conversation yeah. about it. We know the process. So not only was the mesh not the same color as her skin, which could have been overlooked, but it was kind of like raggedy on like one of the straps. One strap looked really neat and the other strap had like some like rough edge that just wasn't taken care of and to me it just communicated like you didn't give yourself enough time to really like get this outfit together and for someone who's as wealthy as you say you are and who has the access that you say that you do i would have i expected better of you Mm -hmm. i 
Yeah, I I'll did. have to look at the fashion. Yeah, the fashion I think is definitely noteworthy. They dedicated an entire section of the reunion to just talking about the fashion. So yes, it's, it's important. It's important to the show. Yeah. And there was a little bit of shade because like Tan called out um what's her name? Davina, because he's like, Oh, Davina, we noticed you kind of stepped it up a little bit this season. Like and Davina notes like, Well, yeah, because I was coming from a traditional brokerage where like the level of professionalism is different as far as how you dress when you're meeting clients. Exactly. And then I come Versus here. Versus these multi-million dollar clients. Thank yeah. you. Not just multi-million dollars, but like the agents themselves, right? True. And you saw it and you will see it if you watch all the seasons in <laughs> Chriselle. Um, season one, Chriselle comes in and she's dressing very traditional. She's wearing like a very like A-line dress. It's it's not super form-fitting. It's not too revealing. Yeah, like what you very would, professional. What would like a secretary in your head like traditionally yes. wear? Yeah. Yes, like that. Um, but over the seasons, Chriselle starts to dress a little bit more daring, you know, a little maybe a little more revealing, but still not as revealing as Christine, who literally would wear lingerie and like boobs are out yeah. meeting with her clients. Um, and so Davina just names like, hey, it was different where I'm coming from. And once I realized like where I was, ch- things changed. She got a boob job, for yeah. instance. She got extensions. She like maybe did her makeup a little more. And her clothes also got better. Her clothes did not become more revealing. They just looked like better quality. Yeah. Maya jumps into her defense and is like, yeah, but like she was dressing professionally. Like you don't need to be showing everything oh, when Maya. you're showing. But then Chelsea comes in and is like, yeah, but also like we can hold ourselves to a different standard. Like my clients know that when I'm showing them this like multi-million, like a $40 million home, like I don't need to wear J. Crew. Yeah. And that I think is also a good point. Like, yeah, you have to dress for who you're working with and maybe they're expecting you to wear these labels, whatever. But Maya, and this is why I think Maya wins the argument, she's like, but there's a way still to look like you know what you're talking about and like you have the budget for the home that you're trying to sell and not reveal too much of yourself. Like you can do it without your butt cheeks hanging out. And that is where I'm like, yeah, you get it. Because I feel like a lot of the girls on that show, they just like they went through a phase where all they were wearing was like lingerie as tops and i do think that there's a place for that and i don't think that it's what i'm working yeah i like i don't which is i remember like from one of the first episodes i saw that maya was just like so these these men are just wasting my time like, yes they just want to like sleep with me they don't really want they want to take me on dates and she's like i'm married yeah. or like i'm pr- like i'm starting a family like this yeah. is not and I'm here like, to show you a house. And, and she was like, what do you mean, and? Yeah. Like, this is just, like, I'm trying to be professional here. Exactly. And that's yeah. why I think I have always respected Maya, because from the beginning, she's been like that. She's kind of, she's very no-nonsense. Yeah. She doesn't, like, buy into anyone's BS. And, like, when Christine's starting stuff, Maya's just like, no. Yeah. Um, That's not what you said. This is what you said. This was wrong. You need to own up to it. Like, love you, mean it. But that was wrong. Um, And same for the other girls. So Maya... In terms of like favorite uh, cast members, I would say it's Maya and Amanza are like my top two. The other girls are a little annoying, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, that's fine. I like Maya. Yeah. I mean, from the like what? From four the or five episodes yeah, that I watched. Yeah. Yeah. Will I watch the rest? Probably not, but. Watch season five, maybe. Yeah. Watch it's the an reunion. Option. Yeah, yeah. Put it out there. I respect that. Mm-hmm. So that's my take on the Selling Sunset reunion. Um, I'm kind of over this cast, truth be told. They are going to do a season six with this cast, but they also are starting Selling Sunset o- or Selling the OC. Mm. And they're younger, so it's going to be messier. They are definitely sleeping with each other. It's a brokerage of male and female brokers, and everyone's extremely hot. Like, you know that they, like, were models turned agents. Um because that's the gig, you know. If you can't model, you just get into real estate. Prepare for mess, okay? Yeah. That I would like to do a watch along with you, actually. Okay. I would like to I'll do that. I'll respect it. I because mean, it's a new, you know, I need a time a table franchise. is really what it is, so. I'll give it to you. Um, When it's released. I don't know when Perfect. it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes out. We'll figure it out. I'll let you know. Um, yeah. And because they released that, they would release the episodes like either in chunks or all at once. So on our weekend retreat. Maybe we'll, we'll watch it all. Were those the, what I was it? What was that's I all say? of my questions. Thank you. I was yeah. like, what? I'm drunk, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> One tequila Paloma because we are done. <laughs> because we're celebrating the end of season two. Mm-hmm. So I hope you all drank along with us or you're just laughing with us, which is fine <laughs> because I feel great. <laughs> so I'm celebrating. And honestly, how fitting that today is the day that we recorded 
on the day, the very day that my imperfect food order arrived. You know? Because that's where it all started. That's where it all began. Uh, I'm not going to unpack it because it would take too long to do it on air, but just know this is a special moment. A very special moment. Serendipitous. <laughs> and with that being said, we're going to take a little bit of time off because, you know, it takes time to like figure out ideas for seasons and everything. Mm-hmm. But when we're back, we'll be better than ever. Yeah. You know, give us some time and then we'll let you know. Yeah. So stay tuned. With that being said, wow, this is like really momentous for me. This has been yet another imperfect production of It's Pronounced Podcast with your favorite gals, Alicia and Sangay. And it's been an imperfect season. And it has been an imperfect season. (sighs) And we love y'all. So bye. Bye.